friends, and welcome back to another episode of Beyond Consciousness. This is your host, Raquel. Thank you all for tuning in today and taking time for yourself, making room for your healing journey. I'm grateful that you guys are all here. Today, we are going to be talking about letting go of things in more than one way. Being able to let go of things will not only make room for you to create and manifest the things you want to experience in your life, but it allows your mind, body, and spirit to heal from things that no longer serve you. So let's jump right in. Let's talk about it. First, we'll talk about letting things go in terms of creating your desires. This was one of the hardest things for me to get down when I first started manifesting because before I found out the true meaning of letting it go, or I guess finding out what it meant for me, I could not find anyone who was able to explain it in a way that I could grasp. For some people out there who have been manifesting for a long time or have been really um, tapped into, you know, their highest self, whatever, I know it's probably sounds like an easy concept for them. I'm sure there is someone out here listening who grasped the concept right away and thinking it's really not that difficult. But for my experience and for a lot of other people, I know that when you are new to manifesting, it can be so difficult. So when you want to create something or call something into your life, you what? You figure out what your desires are. You get specific about it. Feel as if it's already happened. You give thanks and then you hand off your request to God, the universe, whomever it is that you believe in, right? Or whatever you believe in. But here's the questions everyone always asks. And the question that I know I kept asking everyone and looking all over Google and YouTube for was, how long do I have to wait? And what do I do now? Those are the two most common questions that I always see pop up. Um, It doesn't matter. And I feel like other, you know, manifestation teachers or spiritual teachers or whoever, I know that they probably get this question a lot too. (laughs) But I'm going to tell you something that you may or may not agree with. You may not like it. That's okay. But if you are asking yourself these questions, those two questions, the how long do I have to wait and what do I do now? I want you to ask yourself something. Do you really believe in what you're asking for is possible? And do you really believe that what you are asking for is already yours? Because if you did then you shouldn't be asking yourself those questions because in doing so, you are already holding on to it so tight that God, the universe, your heavenly your heavenly staff, your higher self, whoever, can't get a hold of it. You are also not expressing gratitude for already having it, which in a way is more or less signaling to your heavenly staff, the universe, etc., that you don't already have it. Um, And in a sense, you are creating lack, you're creating want, you're creating need by asking where it's at and how long is it going to take for it to get here. Because again, if you felt like you already had it, if you truly believed in it, if you worked yourself up with all the faith and then you did all the work and you scripted it or affirmed it to create it, I don't know, visualized it however you like to do it then you wouldn't immediately come out of that and then start asking, all right, well, where's it at? And just start looking around for it. (laughs) It's going to come. So my advice is if you don't feel like, and the reason I'm giving this advice before I give the advice is 
because this is again something that I've gone through time and time again and something I had to really work on and something that even I know seasoned manifestors have to check themselves um, in regards to this. So don't feel bad because it's something that I still do. Excuse me, something I still do from time to time and I have to check myself. Um, but my advice is if you don't feel like you have enough faith in what you're asking for, if you don't really feel like it's something that could be possible for you, then don't ask for it. <laughs> I know that sounds kind of mean. Um, but the reason why I'm saying that is because I don't want you to lose faith and the possibility that it can happen for you because it absolutely can and will happen for you. But you have to have the faith for it. You have to have gratitude that it already happened. If you don't have any of those things and then you ask for something, you script for something, you declare it, you affirm it or whatever, um, it's it's not going to come to you if if you don't believe in it. So my advice is don't ask for it. Um, you just have to have the faith that it's going to come. If you inject all of this negative emotions and negative thinking and lack and need, and I have to have to have it when it's coming, it may never come to you. And that's the possibility that you're going to have to be faced with. It's an outcome that's most likely going to happen. Or if you do get what you want, don't think it's going to come in a way, um, or rather don't think that it's going to come and everything is going to be perfect just how you wanted it because how can it come that way if you've, you know, injected all of this negativity into it? It's probably going to come and then be like totally screwed up. So you don't want that. Wait until you have built up enough faith, which is where gratitude and subconscious reprogramming comes in because you should be doing gratitude every day. You should be doing your subconscious reprogramming work every day. You should be doing your meditation every day, your mantras every day. Um, whatever it is that you like to do to help build up your faith, your energy, your vibes, all of that good stuff that people like to call it. And then once you've done that for a while, when you're feeling really good about it, when you feel like, man, I can really do these things, I can really have it, because again, you can, that's when you should be asking for it. Um, because the more faith and the more gratitude that you have, the less likely you're going to doubt it, right? So then you won't be asking those questions. Having said that, let me tell you what it means to actually let it go in terms of manifesting. And this is the simplest way that I can put it. And I wish somebody just said it straight to me like this before. Um, it simply means just having the faith that it is already done. You asked and now it is coming to you, point blank period, end of story. Your job is simply to just be grateful for what it is that you have already asked for and let it come to you. You don't have to stop thinking about it. It's just when you do think about it, you should be thinking in terms of it already being in your possession and already having gratitude for having it and what your life is like now that you have received whatever it is that you are asking for. So pretty simple, right? So once you work on your faith and practice, it's easy to let it go. It's just that you don't have to stop thinking about it. You are going to think about it because it's natural to think about whatever is in your awareness because obviously if you have it, it should be in your awareness, right? You should just be thinking of it as if Thank you. I'm so glad I have this lifestyle now. I'm so glad I have this car now, this relationship now, all this wealth now, abundance, 
my health is restored, I'm perfectly healthy, I'm cured, whatever it is. That's how you need to be thinking about it. So that's the first part of letting go. That's the manifestation part of letting things go. The second aspect of letting things go, um, this is more in terms of being able to, to promote healing and growth. Nothing to do with manifesting, although you will want to do these things. And this honestly should probably be the first step and is even more important, especially once you're trying to co-create your life, because this is all about healing and being able to live the life of your dreams, right? We all want to be healthy in mind, body, and spirit so that we can live the life that we want and not be depressed or angry or bitter or whatever it is that you're going through, right? Depression, I don't know. But you want to work on those healing modalities so that way you're not taking all of that trauma, all of that pain, all those negative, icky thinking and emotions into your future. Because if you don't release them, if you don't deal with them, like I said, they fester in many different ways into your life. So we got to take care of those, right? Especially when you're like, ah, okay, I got this manifesting thing down. I want to start manifesting. Hold your horses, work on this first, okay? I promise. You'll, you won't regret it. So um, what we really want, like I said, is healing and growth. Um, letting go in terms of healing means to, and in my opinion, this is what it means, and this is not the textbook definition. I never looked up the textbook definition. I don't even know if there is one. But for me, and for probably many other people, it means to release the people, places, and things that no longer serve you. So letting go, again, means to release the people, places, and things that no longer serve you. Some of these things may fall out of your life organically. And some of them, unfortunately, you're going to have to make that conscious decision to cut that energetic cord. Because if not, it will literally suck the life out of you. And I know I don't have to explain too much on this because at this point, if you're listening to this podcast or if you're going down this path and avenue of healing and stuff, you already know this. Just being alive and having a human experience, we all know that this is true. There's some things, habits, whatever it is that we need to let go of. So I'm not going to give you guys a whole lecture on that. I know you guys know what I'm talking about. But... If we don't let go of these bad habits or relationships or experiences, limiting beliefs, the lifts can go on. Um, again, like I told you before, it can manifest horribly into our lives. We as conscious creators and people that want to spread love and healing, and even if you're like, I don't even, you're not even thinking about spreading love and healing, which I hope you are, you should. But if you're just doing this because you want to feel better and you want to get better and you know, live your life first. That's perfectly okay. That's what a lot of people are trying to do. And once you do that, that normally trickles over into, you know, your other relationships. So it'll happen on its own. But if you're just doing this for yourself, we have to let learn how to let go of things. We hold on to things so tight, so very tight, because that's how most of us are conditioned. We do it so much it limits our views and beliefs about what is possible for us. And that's really sad. We start to think super small and settling for what everyone else has instead of dreaming big because we just look at society or what's in our environment and we look at the people around us 
And we say, oh, well, you know, my neighbor has this car or this house or this type of relationship, and I want exactly that. Or something similar to that. Like, dream big. Think about what you want for yourself in your own life. There's nothing wrong with wanting something better. I don't want to say that as in terms of like, don't go out there judging other people thinking like, uh, well, that's all that you have. I can manifest better. Like, no, don't. That's not what this is about. It's just about thinking big for yourself. You don't have to have what everybody else has just because they have it. And that's just what everybody, um, you know, reaches for in their life. And that's their belief. And it's a limiting belief. You can think bigger than that. You can have the million dollar home. You can have, you know, the car or the wealth or the freedom or the job. Why settle for like a corporate job? You can run your own business and be free. Um, you know, things like that. That's what I'm talking about. You don't have to settle like so many of us do in these nine to five jobs or just a mediocre relationship, which I'm not even going to get into relationships right now because that'll be a whole nother episode. But you need to start thinking big for yourself and stop thinking about what everyone else says is possible and what society says is possible and start thinking about what you think is possible because whatever you tell yourself and whatever you think is possible is all you're going to be able to ever achieve and that's all that's ever going to come to you in life because you're not thinking outside the box and honestly that's all that really matters you should just really be focused on and thinking about um, yourself and what it is that you want mind your business and not everybody else's business okay um, so letting go of the emotions and the negative thoughts and beliefs that you have by reconditioning yourself, it will start to cut the energetic ties to those things. You will start to feel lighter, happier, more empowered, maybe like a new person even. And in a way you kind of are becoming a new person because you are now consciously choosing the life that you want to experience the beliefs you want to have and transforming back into the divine being that you truly are. When you uproot all the disorder and negativity out of your mind and start to plant new seeds, you begin to flourish from the inside out. It does take time to recondition your mind and body, but it's so worth it. I know a lot of people, they start doing the work just like myself when I first started I started doing the work. I started to feel good, but then I would fall off. Or even when I did it consistently, like maybe even just for like a month or something, I would see little changes, not just in myself, but in like my outward reality. And then I'd be like, okay, but where's everything else? And then be like, this doesn't work. Well, if you've been living the same way for, I don't know, let's just I don't know, maybe like 10 years or whatever, you're in your 20s like I am or in your 30s, whatever, older, you got to think you have to give your body and your mind and your subconscious time to start creating those realities for you because it's still spitting out all the other previous programming um, that you didn't get to uproot in time. So you're still living those past experiences. So just remember, again, I feel like I have to remind you guys that it takes time to recondition your body. It takes time to recondition your mind. But constant practice and building a, a routine excuse me, 
will make it so worth it because eventually it'll just become a normal part of your everyday programming. It won't be work. I know we say do the work, but like it's really not work. It's really fun. It's just like a game after a while because then you start wanting to think about all the different things you can create and all the different ways you can create it. And it just becomes fun to see how it shows up in your life and you just have gratitude for it. So at first, yeah, it does feel like work. But, you know, after a few months of doing it consistently, it's just fun. And your life really does vastly change. So it's worth it. So having said that, there are a vast amount of things you can do on your own to help you let go of the past and move on in your life. And they are very simple. Um, This is, you know, little techniques that everybody does. Um, And again, this is not going to be a lot of stuff and it's not going to be every single thing that you can do. This is not including therapy or anything like that. Um, obviously that will help you and it can help you. I absolutely still do believe in therapy. Um, I'm just talking about things that you can start off doing on your own at home, um, by yourself without having to let anybody know that you're doing it of letting things go. Um, whether it's manifesting or whether you're, um, just trying to let go of, you know, trauma and pain that you've been holding on to, which I know a lot of us are. So first up, The easiest and hardest thing to do is simply stop putting your energy, time, and attention towards what you no longer want in your life. That's the first tip, guys. And this is not to say if you had some really traumatic experience to just force it deep down into your subconscious and forget, because we already talked about how that's not what you should be doing. Um, when I I think I talked about this when I said we were doing the forgiveness work. We already know that's not what we're doing. We're not ignoring the problem. It just means to, yes, acknowledge that it happened, do the forgiveness work and the healing work around it, but don't let it control your present and don't let it control the outcomes in your future. So don't dwell on the emotions and thoughts that correlate with that event. If the emotion and thoughts do come, because they will, um, let them pass. Like when you're, think about, is if when you're in a meditative state and you have thoughts and emotions come, but what do you do? You just let them pass. You don't feed into them, right? You just let them kind of flow by. You're just awareness. You're just being aware that it's there. You recognize it and you let it go. Don't feed into it. Um, because the more you feed into something that no longer serves you, you're bringing that into your future and you're recreating those things. Um, Just recognize that it is something that no longer serves you and know that that's not what you want to occur in your future. And just persist in the thoughts and emotions that you do want. So many of us get stuck in past events that it literally stops you from moving forward because you just hold on to these emotions and replay them every day. And those thoughts, you replay them in your mind every day. And for what? Because it only makes you miserable. So stop living in the past. Stop making excuses, giving away your energy, and focus on what you do want. Another method that we talked about previously, and I know just mentioned it briefly right now, but it's good for many things. So just do it. I promise it's fun and it helps. Um, It's meditation. 
again, meditation, so many different benefits, and you can literally use it for whatever you want, sitting down and meditating, and what I call facing yourself can help release all that negativity that you're clinging onto. It's not easy because you have to train yourself to sit there or, or lie down, however you do it, and you have to face those emotions and thoughts that make you feel like crap, whether it's guilt, shame, anger, anxiety, worthlessness, depression, whatever it is, and you have to learn to acknowledge them. And again, not to feed into them, but to acknowledge them and release them with love. Let it know that you don't longer that you no longer need it, excuse me, and release it. I like doing it that way. I just let it flow. I recognize it. I forgive it. I release it, you know, with love. Just acknowledging the feeling actually helps it dissipate really, really fast. I know a lot of us, we try to resist it. And I don't know if you notice this. When you try to resist certain thoughts and emotions, it feels like they grow stronger. I don't know if you guys have ever tried what I'm talking about, and it's really hard to explain, but when you're doing like a meditation, and I do it when I'm doing my meditating because I have to get myself in the mindset for whatever it is I'm about to face and clear, cancel, and delete out of my life. But when I have an emotion or thought come up, I don't resist it. I simply allow it. I will literally put my awareness on it and acknowledge it and be like, okay, well, that's interesting, but you no longer serve me. So thank you. And I release you with love. Like, I understand why you feel that way. That's great. But you can go now. Like, it, the feeling and the emotion, um, I'm sorry, the feeling and the thought gets stronger for like a moment. And then I literally will feel it fade away and dissolve like it just disintegrates. And the more that you do it, the stronger, I mean, the less strong it feels. And eventually, honestly, they don't even pop up anymore. And there's so many thoughts and emotions and feelings and past experiences that I've been able to let go of, let go of by doing that kind of releasing technique. Um, again, it's very hard to explain. I know a lot of people don't like doing it that way. Um, but honestly, I think it's the best way and the most beneficial to face something head on um, like that. But you can do it that way. Um, I know some other people, they're very visual in nature. Uh, I'm not a visual person. I can be. I can definitely be, a, definitely be a visual person. But when I'm trying to let go of things, I don't normally like to visualize it. Um, some people do. They like to visualize the event and change what happened. Some people do it that way. Or they'll imagine... You know, actually cutting the energetic cord, like imagine like some type of cord you have yourself and you have the emotion or the thought and then you imagine cutting it and seeing like it float away or something. Um, there's a, a lot of different visualization techniques that I know use that method, but you can do that as well and then start to feel how you would feel in your new state of being. Um, so again, you can do it the other way, feeling into it and releasing, or you can do the visualiza visualization process, excuse me, of cutting that thought or emotion or experience away and out of your life. Another thing is self-care. Really simple, right? So just do the things that you want to do and participate in activities that make you feel good. Just be nice to yourself the same way 
that you would try to offer like um, compassion and empathy and forgiveness and love to someone you deeply cared about, whether it's your lover or your friend or your mom, your dad, your brother, whatever, whoever. Um, the same kindness and love and everything that you would pour into them if they were hurting, you really need to do that with yourself as well. You are not so special that you are exempt from being afforded those kindnesses. So remember that you deserve all the same love, all the same forgiveness, compassion, empathy, blessings, whatever, all those loving things that you wish for everyone else that you really care about. You should want it for yourself too, and you should treat yourself accordingly. Okay. So self-care, start doing things that make you feel good, make you look good, raise your vibrations, whatever. It doesn't have to be something extremely expensive to some people go, well, I can't afford like this fancy vacation or anything right now. First off, don't say that you can't afford something because you're spitting that out into the universe and you need to work on your beliefs. But it doesn't have to be something crazy expensive, like a trip, like it could just be like painting your nails doing, you know, some spa-like stuff at home, um, going to the beach, going on a walk, exercising, yoga, meditation, going out to dance, going, doing something with your friends, going for a hike, reading your favorite book, playing a video game. I mean, the list goes on. Whatever it is that brings you joy or some type of peace or gratitude, find that thing and do it. Um, Self-care is so important. Uh, for healing. And we just don't take enough time in our day to do any self-care. It's really important, guys. Just find some time. I know people say that they don't have time. Make some time, okay? The next one is more towards consciously letting go of things. If you have done your healing and forgiveness work, you're doing like your self-care, um, you know, all that fun stuff. I know that there might be times where there are certain people, environments, or habits that you feel are disrupting your energy or not serving you in some way. And you're just kind of holding on to them because it's something familiar to you. And you have to be honest with yourself because sometimes you make excuses and be like, no, they really are serving me in some way. They really do contribute beneficially into my life. Don't lie to yourself when it comes to this, okay? This is very serious, okay? That's vampire energy that they are sucking out of you. So whether it's a person, place, thing, or habit, if you feel like it's not doing you any good to have it in your life, um, then you need to take a step back and think about whether it needs to still be in your life. Because if not, then you need to let that person go. With love and kindness, of course, don't be mean about it. Like you can absolutely love people from a distance or change the relationship dynamics. I know it's hard to do, especially if it's a relationship, um, a romantic relationship. Um, If it's a familiar place, like it's an environment that you don't necessarily like to be in, but you go there because all your friends go there and that's what you and your friends normally do, but it's not something you really want to do anymore, then stop going. Stop doing it just because other people do it and you don't want to let down the people around you or you're afraid to lose those people. If those people are really serving you, if they're at a vibing at a high state or they have any type of emotional intelligence, they're going to understand that people change as you get older and, you know, hobbies change, moods change, likes and dislikes change. 
And people that are really meant to be there in your life are going to go through those states and flow with those things. And you should be flowing with them too. It should be mutual, okay? But don't be afraid to stop going to the same uh, environment and, and saying no, okay? If there's habits, nasty habits that you have, like staying in bed until 12 or 1 or 2 or whatever it is or staying up super late or maybe an unhealthy eating habit or maybe it's smoking or drinking or I don't know, something. Whatever the habit is that you don't necessarily like about yourself or you feel is something that you want to change, then work on changing it. Baby steps, little things at a time. Find different coping mechanisms. Find somebody trusting that can help you with changing those habits. Know that it's going to be hard because th these things are technically like an addiction for your body. So whether it's trying to let go of a person, place, or thing, a habit, just know your body is going to give a lot of pushback, okay? Because I know we've talked about this before. So just be prepared for that. And prepare to be strong and keep persisting in what you do want, okay? You're going to slip up. That's okay. Don't beat yourself up about it and just give up. Just keep going. And something I also want to mention, like, it's really hard. I know it's easier said than done because we build our lives around these things, our personality. We think that all these people, places, and things is who we are, but it's not. So when you strip them out of your life, it can feel like you are losing yourself and you might feel bad about it. You might feel like you're losing your mind and maybe even a little lonely at first because you're having to find new things to do. And maybe you're doing things all on your own right now and you're on this journey on your own. And that's okay because the more you do it, the more normal it will feel and you will start, you will start to gain back power over your life and over yourself and over your true high divine self. So. It's okay to do this work alone. I, I'm doing it alone, okay? I've been doing it alone. So I know it may sound like, oh, I mean, you probably had support. You probably had this and that. I mean, over time, I've gained support because thankfully the people that have been in my life since day one have been real ones and have been people that have been supporting me along this journey of me fluctuating up and down and figuring out what I want to do with my life. There are people, thankfully, I didn't have to consciously cut out of my life or people that didn't just organically fade out of my life. They've been here and they're still here. But, I mean, they weren't even aware of what I was doing until like recently when I started this podcast. So that's very recent considering I've known them all my life. So it's okay to go through this journey alone. If you have somebody there that you know, that you know, that you know, you can go through this journey with, by all means, do it with them. I didn't have anybody and I just didn't feel strongly enough to mention it. So I've been on this journey on my own. And honestly, I'm kind of glad that I did because I felt like that's what my spirit needed because of everything that I've gone through in my life that I just needed to do this on my own. But I just want you to know that it's okay. You don't have to have anyone go along this journey with you. And honestly, you might even come out stronger for it. Um, not to say that if you do it with someone else, you're not going to come out stronger for it. But I think there's just something special about being able to face things and go for the things that you want on your own. So the last one that I'll mention, because if I don't stop here, I could go on forever, 
is simply just talking about it. You can't let go of something that you ignore. I know I've said that before. A lot of people, including myself, don't like to express what it is that they are going through because they don't want to push people away or seem like a burden or whatever the case is. And especially in my case, I'm the type of person that will take on everyone's burdens, everyone's pain, everyone's suffering. I will help them and help them fight tooth and nail and bless them in any way that I can. But if there was something wrong in my life, like my depression that I was going through, my suicidal thoughts, everything that I was going through, didn't mention it to anybody. I just fought the battle on my own and I was losing the battle, let me tell you guys, for the longest time. But I am definitely one of those people. I'm one of those people that was just knew how to put on a face and pretend everything was okay when it really wasn't. Um, and that's not the way to live, guys. Let me just tell you. Um, as much as you're taking on, you should be able to let go of yourself because how are you going to help someone else if, if at, at some point you're going to run out of energy to help other people. You're not going to be beneficial. You can't heal anyone. You can't bless anyone. You can't love anyone if you're not taking care of yourself. So even though physically it may look like you're taking care of yourself, but if you're not dealing with the internal stuff, you're just rotting from the inside out, man. I'm just telling you right now. So make sure that you are taking care of yourself. It's just like I've said before, I think the best thing I ever did was to start talking about everything that I've ever gone through. It's okay to talk about it. It's okay to have a little breakdown and let those tears flow. Because let me tell you, I'm also not a crier. I was never a crier. I was also one of those people who would never let anyone see me cry or would stop myself from crying. Um, which is me holding in those negative thoughts and emotions that were trying to release themselves. And I was just holding them in. But... I was not a crier before um, as well. I didn't talk about things before, but it's okay to cry. It's okay to talk about it. It's okay to, to let those emotions, excuse me, pour out of you. You have to get it out somehow, um, whether it's crying, whether it's talking about it, whether it's regular therapy, art therapy, play therapy, um, writing it out, whatever. Um, creative way that you can think about it because if not it's going to make it worse and it's going to give it so much more power over you i i remember how liberated i felt when i was finally able to talk about the trauma and abuse i went through growing up and honestly i never felt better i had to work myself up to it i definitely <laughs> it didn't happen overnight it didn't help happen right away when i started doing my healing work i mean it didn't happen until like my early 20s, but I felt that when I did talk about it, like like this emotional baggage, like this weight was lifted from me. And the way I started to do it, and I'm going to sound crazy here, but I don't care. I started talking about it to myself out loud. It sounds crazy, but here's why I did this, because... I wasn't even in a state of being able to talk to anybody else about how I was um, battling like my own demons and, you know, about how the trauma and abuse has really affected me and everything else that was going on in my life. If I can't talk to anybody else about it, like, no, I mean, if I can't talk to myself about it, how was I going to talk to anybody else about it? That, that was my thinking. 
because at the time, like I literally didn't want to think about any of it. And I just let it fester and kind of shoved it down and, you know, didn't talk about it, didn't acknowledge it. And so the thought of me even hearing myself say what was going on honestly terrified me so much um, because I thought people were going to be like, she's a hot mess and I don't want to have anything to do with her. She's depressed. She's suicidal. She's this, she's that. She's She's got a lot of trauma and baggage and I don't want anything to do with her. Um, and that's a really sad feeling to have. And I know a lot of people are carrying that weight around with them. And I'm not saying that some people aren't going to react like that because some people will. That's why it's very important to find someone again, that, you know, a hundred percent for sure that you can speak with. And this is why a lot of people go to therapists, um, instead of talking to their friends and family first, which is why that's totally fine. But I didn't want to go to one. I knew I could do it on my own. I just knew it was going to take me a while. So I started off with myself. I would just talk to myself about it, um, about how I was feeling and why I was feeling that way um, and in private. And once I got used to thinking about it and talking about it and being able to express myself, I was then eventually able to go and tell my trusted best friends how I was feeling, how I was doing and be able, being able to express myself appropriately. And then I got to a point where I wasn't bothered by it anymore. I got stronger because of it, because I wasn't allowing myself to live in fear or judgment or shame or pain or as a victim anymore. So now, and if, if someone is going through any of what I went through or if I can sense it, or if I hear about it, I am perfectly okay with talking about my own experience and talking about how I, what I went through, how I dealt with it, giving them advice on it, letting them cry on my shoulder, whatever it is, because my whole goal is to help each and every one of you and every person that I come across learn how to overcome their past and overcome their trauma, overcome their fear and their doubt and every negative thing that they think about themselves because it is possible and that's not who you really are and that's not what you deserve. So if my experience is in any way and what I believe in and what I practice and what I've found to be true um, in my life with all these things that I teach you and all these things that I talk about, whether it's the practical things or the manifesting, because both of these things are true and they do work. Um, if I can share that with everyone in the world and get people to realign themselves to their true divine self and to let go and heal and get back on track with their lives and create the lives that they want, then I'm going to freaking do it. And it's really my passion. So I am perfectly okay was sharing all of it. And I wasn't at first, but you have to get to a point where you are able to talk about it and figure out, you know, which way is going to be best for you to do so. I mean, look, now I have a podcast that I talk about it. So there you go. It shows you how far you can go. But again, that's where I'm going to stop for today, guys, because there's so many different ways of being able to let go of trauma and pain and, um, really heal yourself from the inside out. And I could just talk and talk and talk forever about it, but I'm not going to. So I'm stopping for today. 
I want to say thank you for being here. I know we just scratched the surface of all of this, but thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you um, for taking, you know, the time and having the courage to learn about different things and finding things that will motivate you to let go of what no longer serves you. And remember, you don't have to brutally cut people, places, or things out of your life. Like I said, some things will start to happen organically and people will naturally distance themselves. Relationship dynamics might change. You might just stop enjoying things you thought you enjoyed before and start doing new activities, which will lead you to new experiences and people. But just don't force anything. Just learn to let things flow when you do get to that point. I know sometimes as conscious creators, we think that we have to figure out each and every thing um, that's going to come to pass, like our desires, I mean, specifically of how they're going to come to pass. Again, that's not our job. Our job is just to do the healing work. Our job is just to focus on what we do want, ask for, for, for what we want, give thanks for it, and just live in that moment as if it's already ours. That's not our job to figure out when or how it's going to happen. Just be grateful that it has happened. Um, so again, just be in a constant state of allowing and flow so that things can come to you in the fastest and quickest way possible that God or the universe wants to give it to you. So as always, if you like what you've heard or know someone who might, please share and subscribe. You can do so at beyondconsciousness.net. You can also head over to the Instagram account for the podcast and follow it for more motivational messages and updates about the podcast. Again, if you go on the podcast website at the bottom of each and every page, it will show you all the different platforms that this podcast is streaming on. You can go ahead and click and subscribe to each and every one or whichever one you find is suited for you. Don't forget to rate this episode and let me know what you guys are thinking out there. I'd love to connect with you. You can also, again, connect with me via the contact us page on the beyondconsciousness.net website, whether you choose to mail something or whether you choose to write to me through email. All website links will be in the show notes. So again, Thank you for listening. And as always, guys, happy healing. Mm -hmm.